This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, long-running culinary podcast, with our host, the one and only food writer and critic from Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, uh, this week's edition of This Bites, we have a lot to talk about, including downtown. Dining Week has returned. Plus, we have some stuff to talk about for Black History Month and a really cool uh, gift box uh, featuring uh, black-owned product, black-made products across the Midwest. Uh, but we're going to get into it with, uh, speaking of uh, black-owned products and businesses, uh and there's a uh, MKE Black. You're familiar with MKE Black, right? I am. Yeah. So this MKE Black, uh, a little uh, an organization that kind of supports black-owned businesses in Milwaukee. They created a directory, and they've been very active, doing really cool things uh, throughout the pandemic. Uh, last year, late last year, they did some gift boxes, and we're going to get into that later. But uh, they are uh, in, in Black History Month on February 20th. They're doing a kind of a uh, a support black owned food truck event, and um, the food trucks will be located at uh, the Beer Line Trail Plaza just north of the Family Dollar. And there will be food trucks, including Carol's Kitchens, Africa's Finest Cuisines, Baby's Food Truck. And uh, there will be also, we're going to talk about them, there'll be some gift boxes from a new company called Brown's Box, which I wrote about over at radiomilwaukee.org. Very so, cool. Good story, yeah. by the way, Tariq, that you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, this, so there's an opportunity to um, support some black-owned businesses. So, like, the statistics, most people don't know during the pandemic. The pandemic has hurt a lot of small businesses. But the stats have basically said almost 50% of black-owned businesses have shut down since the pandemic began. All types of business, restaurants, you name it, across the country has been affected harder than other small businesses. So really, I'm really excited to see MKE Black doing what they can to help these businesses in our area. Again, the, the food truck event will take place February 20th at the Beer Line Trail Plaza, again, just north of Family Dollar. And that's from 11 to 2. Yep. Uh, we'll post a link over at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Um, as I mentioned before, I mentioned that they were offering these gift boxes from this mm-hmm. company called Brown's Box, which I talked about. And Brown's Box uh, it was started by a couple uh, I like like somehow like during the pandemic, a lot of business has been started by couples during the pandemic in Milwaukee. Have you noticed that? I have. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a feature piece from Milwaukee magazine. Could be. You know, yeah. You know, like Valentine's Day couple businesses. I don't know. Just put it out there. Yeah. You give me the byline. We'll call it. Call it <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a couple. Um, one of the uh, the husband of this couple is also one of the co-founders of MK Black. So Bronze Box aims to help some of these small black-owned businesses here in Milwaukee and throughout the Midwest by creating these curated gift boxes of products, Black-owned products, like Lush popcorn, some coffee. Um, they even have a subscription service that you can get like monthly, uh, have on, on recurring monthly boxes as well. And 20% of all the profits are donated to MKE Black. And you'll find products in Wisconsin, Illinois, Ohio, and Iowa so far. And I just want to highlight some of these boxes uh, real quick. Yeah. There's the date night kit, which is only available for Valentine's Day. So I better, you, I think you better get that kit soon. Should I? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
So you got to order by February 4th and you can pick up February 6th. You can deliver it, but most of all the pickups will be held in Milwaukee because it's a Milwaukee company. There's uh-huh. like a scavenger hunt. There's a Ellis Island Tea, which I think some celebrities invested in that company. It's in Detroit. Really? Michigan. Yeah. Like uh, some major celebrities. I can't think of the top of my name. I have invested in that tea company. Major rappers, actually. Um, there's some uh, vegan cookies from Tubby's Taste in Chicago. Game cards, which I said the scavenger hunt created by Bronze Box, and an art kit, which is perfect for date night, I think. Um, other kits include Melanin Poppin, which I love that name of this kit. So Melanin Poppin is kind of like uh, snacks and stuff in there. So there's cookies from Tubby's Taste, Black and Bold Coffee, uh, Black Owned Coffee in Des Moines, Iowa, Lip Balm from Madison, Wisconsin, Pop Sockets uh, at, from At Peace, uh, some popcorn, of course, from Lush Sock. Everybody knows Lush Lush popcorn. Mm-hmm. Sea Soak from Scales Family Farm in Milwaukee. I didn't even heard of that. And some soap from Enix Soap Company. Um, so there's a lot of different types of boxes available here. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the ingredients. There's a Rise and Grind, which is kind of a coffee-featured box. Snack Attack. There's a vegan snack attack as well. There's a Treat Yourself. Uh, there's Essentials. And there, of course, is a subscription box you can get on a, on a regular basis. And there's one interesting one. Looks like it's great for kids. It's a Lego kit called Bricks and Books. Yeah, that's fun. Which is, features an architect like me, mm-hmm. uh, Philip Freelon. Um, so it has a book about the story of architect Philip Freelon and then a little Lego kit building in the uh, African American Museum kit. So, really cool kit for kids that want to learn about architecture. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. Architecture is the only degree that matters. Just saying out. Like, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's Brown's Box Gifts. We'll put a link uh, to that into the story we, we wrote about over at RadioMilwaukee.org. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with Downtown Dining Week. Some uh, places to get some uh, amazing soup and hot chocolate. That's all coming up on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. We make it our mission to amplify positivity. So we're starting 2021 with gratitude. Thank you for supporting the Radio Milwaukee team. Because of you, we're still here to be your work from home companions, your go-to for music discovery, and more. We're excited to bring you new projects this year, plus the programming you know and love. Want to help us make it? Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to join today. We're back on This Bites, and from Milwaukee Magazine and me, Tariq, here. Uh, let's continue our conversation. Um... Downtown Dining Week. It's back. Yeah, it's back. I assume it's going to be a little different because of the pandemic, but uh, you have the deets on Downtown Dining Week this week, right? Yep. It started yesterday and it runs through February 7th. Um, So it's a little over a week. Um, It's coordinated by Milwaukee Downtown Bid 21, and it features specially priced menus for lunch and dinner. So it's a specially priced um, multi-course menu. And These are available at over 20 downtown Milwaukee eateries. And these restaurants are offering everything from curbside carryout, just regular carryout, and have some limited indoor and outdoor seating options. So would you like me to mention a few places? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so AJ Bombers, Blue Bat Kitchen, and Tequilaria, uh, Buckley's Restaurant and Bar, Cafe at the Fister, the Capitol Grill, Cubanitas, the Nick, Mason Street Grill, Onesto, 
Proof Pizza at the St. Kate Hotel, Third Coast Provisions. These are just a fraction of the restaurants that are offering these menus. Cool. And it kicked off actually yesterday, right? It kicked off yesterday and it will run in through February 7th. And as I said, the menus are lunch and dinner. Some, some of the restaurants are offering lunch menus and some are offering both lunch, dinner, or just dinner menus. And the one thing we always like to remind people during, the, during these special events, do not tip based off the discounted rate. Right. right? That's tip right. Tip off the whole, what it normally would cost. Yeah. So, especially during a pandemic. So keep that in mind when you're thinking, oh, wow, I got a, I got a $13 lunch. I can only tip like $3, $2. No, don't. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just be considerate. Think about it for a second. P- tip off what it actually costs. Right. Iron Great. Iron Great Barbecue, known for their Milwaukee rib and brisket and like their sausage. Amazing barbecue. Uh, they have launched a virtual restaurant inside Iron Great called Southside Soup, which launched a couple days ago. And uh, so they want to do some soup during the winter. Um, and so you can get some really homemade um, soups and stocks to take home to for your soups or dishes as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it changes every week. The menu changes. So I have the menu for this week, which runs through January 31st, includes chicken tortilla, uh, which includes smoked chicken, guajillo, red kidney beets, vegetables with sour cream and crispy tortilla chips, potato and leek, which I made the other day with actually I made potato yeah. leek from northern beans. But there's a potato and leek. Soup with, of course, potatoes, leek, vegetables, roasted garlic croutons, and it contains dairy. There's a tomato bisque. Of course, you know, that's vegetables, herbs, sour cream, garlic croutons. There's also, you can get, those are available hot. Mm-hmm. So they also, you can get some frozen to take home with you and cook later. Mm-hmm. Frozen includes French onion. They sell by the quarts. Um, of course, you can get the chicken tortilla and the potato, leek, and tomato bisque also frozen as well. So you can get some hot if you're running to just eat right away. Or you get some frozen to save for a, 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 a kind of a day that you want to have some soup whenever you want. And you mentioned that you can also get beef or chicken stock by the court. Yes. Yep. You can also get stock to use for your own dishes as well. If you don't want to make your own stock, which, you know, that could be time consuming um, if you don't have time or what. So Iron Grace is in the soup business. And you also have bread, hard bread rolls. Available by request. So you can get some bread with the soup. Yeah, as well. and bread goes really well with soup. Did you have some good crusty bread to go with your potato leek soup? I was going to make some and I was just like, oh, I don't really want to prove. Like, I was really like this crusty bread you put in a Dutch oven, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm hungry. Like, I got to wait two hours to proof this. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was going to make it because it was easy. Like, there's an easy recipe to make this like crusty bread in a Dutch oven, like, no need bread. But I just didn't want, I didn't want to wait two hours to, to proof stuff. So I didn't make it. If I, if I planned better, I would have done it. Hmm. Next, uh, speaking of cold weather and uh, soups, another great thing for cold weather is uh, enjoying uh, is hot chocolate. Yep. So over at Milwaukee Magazine, Anne, um, uh, one of your uh, cohorts wrote nine spots for some, getting some hot chocolate in Milwaukee. Yeah. Sounds delicious to me. Um, yeah, let me let me tell you about some of these places. Indulgence Chocolatiers, which um, has three locations in Milwaukee, um, they have their own prepackaged uh, chocolate hot chocolate mix that they use. So, um, and um, 
it's it's available for sale at one of their three locations or on their online store. So that's one option. And honestly, I would say if you're doing your own hot cocoa or hot chocolate at home, I would absolutely recommend using like a 2% milk or even a whole milk just to make it richer. Um, don't use water. Don't use skim milk if you can. I mean, maybe if you have it, if that's all you got, that's okay. If you use skim milk, put some butter in it, right? Put some butter in it, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, here's some other here's some other places you can get hot, hot cocoa. Red Elephant Chocolate, which its location is on Broadway in the Third Ward, um, and they have flavors for their hot cocoa called Amazon River Gold, Ivory Coast Pearl, and Cinnamon Pearl. And the blends use the natural flavor of the cacao bean and are strong in antioxidants. So that is, um, that's sort of a, a healthier take on hot chocolate. But who's, who wants healthy? Who wants a healthy hot chocolate? It's like, I want healthy fried chicken. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> Colectivo has their own version of, of hot cocoa. It's this, they, they sell it by the tin and they also have it in the store that you can get it to go Alderin Coffee, which has a location on Water Street. Um, um, I, I, this is making me want hot chocolate. Even Sip and Purr Cat Cafe, Tariq, over on Ivanhoe Place. They have mm. their own. Um, they have their own hot chocolate, um, and it comes in definitely in, comes in different flavors as well. Um, and they have actually something that's called a seasonal s'more blend. So huh. that sounds actually pretty delicious. Maybe there's marshmallow in it. Um, Ooh, that would so be my guess. Out. How, how warm is that? Having like a, a hot chocolate and, and cats, curl up with some cats. Oh, absolutely. You, know. you can't so have hot chocolate and dogs. Dogs just ruin hot chocolate. I don't know. Just Plus dogs. Are, they just like, like knock it over or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dogs just, you know, they just like, <gasps> they just try to jump everywhere. Cats They're, curl yeah. up. They want to be next to the hot chocolate and get the heat, you know. Right. Yeah, Dog. they might even dogs want to lick overrated. the hot chocolate. I don't know. Dogs are overrated. Come on, we know that. Well, you know. <laughs> That's what you said. I right, never dog. said that. Oh you my did. Yep. I said dogs are overrated. Oh no. You just did. I'm going to be. Just uh, you just said it. <laughs> right. You so, said it first, though. You said it before I did. All the emails go to Anne. You heard what she just said. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. Get some hot chocolate because it's it's the weather's been kind of not cool. Well, it has been cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I said before, Black History Month is uh upon us. Um, and uh, a friend of mine's from Minneapolis shared with me the Museum of Food and Drink uh, is doing some Black History Month program, all online program, all throughout the month of February. Um, it's part of their upcoming exhibition called African American making the nation's table. Uh, the opening, which has been delayed uh, since March of 2020, actually, uh, due to pandemic. So they have six online programs. We'll celebrate the contributions of African American chefs, distillers, activists, innovators, and inventors to our nation's shared culinary identity. That's written on their, uh, press release. So the program will feature chefs, mixologists, culinary historians, and including cooking along, cook along demos, virtuality, short films, a conversation with food and beverage industry leading experts. And just to give you some highlights of some of the online programming you, you can find, there will be uh, 
Migration stories sustaining Gullah Geechee cooking across land and sea, which Gullah is a really interesting culture, hmm. which obviously, if you're not familiar with it, is usually in the, uh, between like the coast of Georgia and between Georgia and South Carolina down there, uh, where they had their own land. They kept a lot of their, their, their language as well, even during slavery. Um, they have their own kind of food. I have a Gullah cookbook somewhere in my house. Uh, then another course is a black smoke, the history of American barbecue, African-American barbecue. There's also stuff about growing rice, a migration story from seat to plate. Um, there's also one about distillery, about uncle nearest unstole stories behind the whiskey still, uh, really some interesting conversations. Um, we'll post a link that if you're interested to check that out as well. That's from the museum of food and drink. I don't know where they're located. Where they located? Hmm. Oh, they're in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, oh. New York. Because I'm assuming they're Brooklyn because the official beer is Brooklyn Brewery. So why would their beer be Brooklyn Brewery? Sounds like a Brooklyn. Yeah, it's Brooklyn. So yeah, so that's cool. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Bites. Find us on iTunes, NPR, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too.